When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't even know anything about it. All you can do is read about it. And I think that's the difference. And like you said, you can, you don't know. Now, this is where millennials come in compared to me. You don't know that you you can't experience or know the greatness of Muhammad Ali. No, you can't. All you can do is just hear about what people said right. about Ali. You just hear stories. And it was just like, he made a he made a comment one time, which I thought was so cool. He was walking down the street with Dick Schaff. Uh, the great uh, sports reporter. And he was in New York City. He said, I tell you what, I'm going to walk from this block to this block. By the time I get to this next block, there'll be a mob of people out here. He started taking some steps. People started seeing Ali. And people were running out of the projects, running down the street. And people, he's like a giant mob of people following him till he got to the end of the street. That was his. That was his greatness. That was that was his greatness. That you know that you don't even know. Which you know to me, and there'll be you know I, I and I think that's the difference between you know certain eras. Like there are going to be people that you're going to be talking about later on, and your kids are going to be telling who mm-hmm. you're going to be talking about. Your guy, Big Poppy, Big like who, <laughs> Daddy, what, <laughs> Big who. No, that's true. Because it doesn't it doesn't resonate as much because you didn't live it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's why I'm, I'm a you know when we talk about Tom Brady. I mean, I didn't I didn't live through the Russell. You, you know, you don't live through that, and you don't live through. I think that there's certain <clears throat> players that are also forgotten. Yeah, I don't think we we will ever appreciate how great Manny Ramirez was. Oh, yeah, my, my favorite hitter of all time. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we'll ever appreciate just how good because you know it was always that line. Yeah, yep, Manny just Manny being Manny, just Manny being Manny. Yeah. <laughs> Manny, being Manny. Right. You couldn't get past that. But yeah. one of the sweetest hitters, mm-hmm. maybe ever. But that's what was so killer about that. You had the sweetest hitter, left-handed and right-handed, going that you had to get through. Yep. And that was just that's one two punch of all time. Yes, yes. Remember they switched them up before it was Ortiz first, and then Manny. Then it was Manny first. Pick your poison. Doesn't even matter at this point. Whoever's up there, you know who's coming up next. You know who's on deck. That's unforgettable. You know, I was I I didn't agree when they when they traded him. I mean, you think about that. Will you? We'll go even further. Give me the best one-two punches you've ever seen. Is that the best one-two punch you've ever seen? Sports? You're talking about in, in, in baseball. I don't know. In I'm baseball, yes. In sports of all time, wait a minute. Was there was uh, Mickey Mantle and Maris? They were like you know they hit Maris hit like sixty. He was one that broke the record that time. Yeah. So you're talking about baseball, the the best ever. I mean, one two. They're definitely up there. I don't know if they're number one, but you you would. I mean that. I think in the modern era, why wouldn't they be? Right. Why wouldn't they be? Well, people are going to talk about steroids and all that. I mean, right now, with the Red Sox, would you think about their one-two punch? Who is that? 
uh, can't tell you right now. When the last championship they won, it, yeah. was, it was certainly Mookie and uh, and Martinez. But you don't put them in the same category. No, you don't put them in. Well, because of the 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 how many years they they did it, and of course they they won two championships from it. Yeah, oh four and oh seven, even oh three. You know that's when it started in oh three, and that was the most feared duo in baseball was Manny and and, and Ortiz. It's funny we're your your about. your eyes glow when you start talking about you just it's a, smile. It's a special Manny time, man. it's a special Manny era. Manny and David Ortiz. You man. just something about when that. When those two were up the bat, you just you could, it was must see TV, man. The dudes had yeah Manny with his chain out, and he just had that swag and that beautiful swing, and he would just look at that ball go up, throw the bat. Oh man, the strut. Whether it was the dreads or he had the short hair with the lineup, loved it. He had the mouth full of tobacco. He just looking at everybody, and you know they're on the road. Ah, everyone's pissed off, especially if it was Yankee Stadium. Oh, loved it. Ortiz looks up at the sky at Rafferty. You know, makes his round, and after the home run, just had swag. Yeah, that's what baseball is missing. That's the reason why ratings are down. They don't have those marketable players that have that swag, have that attitude to them. You know, they just they, they complain when the guys throw the bats now after a home run. The way they used to celebrate. It's just not the same. It's different. They, they need to change that. They need to find the next line of players. So, so the Bryce Harpers, they don't do it for you? Bryce Harper's up there. Bryce Harper's probably, uh, he's he's an exception. Mookie Betts, I was a big fan of. You know, he had the, he has the chain out, has that swag, the underdog. You know, Altuve, because they're undersized guys. You know, you eat that up. You like that. Yeah, Altuve, yeah. But, hold on a minute. <laughs> Fastball. <laughs> But then there's that curveball. See, and then you find these dudes cheating, and they have the signs and everything. Hold on a minute. I mean, you, you hear this? <laughs> See? What? <laughs> curveball. <laughs> what? I don't trust it anymore. Seriously, good It's just God. different. And I know. I mean, that little dude, that little dude is whacking them out the park. I'm like, that's a little dude, but man, he's, I guess you know what's coming. Yep. That's what I'm it helps you out, and in, in those years too, people would say, "Oh, well, that was the steroid era." Yeah, but you know, the steroid era was starting. People were getting getting called out. This is after uh, uh, Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and all that stuff. Mark it, McGuire. It, it was these two, yeah, Mark McGuire. That early, that run from the early 2000s to the late 2000s with the Red Sox and, and that the, those two in the heart of the order. Man, forget it. It was just the most feared duo. It was a special time. The most feared duo. And you had the greatest pitcher on the other the end. You had the greatest, we had Pedro. Man. The most, most, the greatest duo. Okay, we'll say this in Boston. In Boston, in Boston sports history, Bird McHale. I think Bird McHale. You put. I think I put them above Ortiz and Manny. Okay. Yeah. Bird McHale above that. Is anybody above them? Now, you for a while there, you could. I, I tell you what, that that team you talked about was sixteen and zero. You, oh man, Randy and Randy, Randy and, and Tom. Shoo. Talk about musty TV. Oh my god, just, every Sunday that just was just throw it, throw it up, uh, throw it up, Tom. It was just art. You really watch. I mean, art. literally, yeah. when he would start running, he wouldn't run a, a pattern. Yo, speaking he, of swag, that dude has swag. Ooh, he, just, he just point and like put and that arm up. Tom just is like, I'm gonna just throw it as oh, far man. as I can. And Randy will take care of the rest. Yeah, Randy's gonna run it down. I don't remember how it was, and we were—I think we were hoping for that with the last guy that was in here. Maybe when he was in here, that was you. You saw flashes 
of Moss and Brady when that little sample size that we got. You, you saw that from Antonio Brown for sure. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was mm-hmm. in Miami for that game. The one game he went off, man. Well, could have been, but I digress. Listen, let's let's get back to what we're talking about though with with, with guys. I'm glad you brought up Muhammad Ali because remember before we were going to record, we were talking about let's list some guys who had some of the the, the biggest egos in sports. Muhammad's up there, but he used to back it up, right? And he used to say that he's going to do this and that. But how many times where people didn't like those kind of plays, right? How many times people say, oh, this guy's too cocky. You know, he, he's too... Is there such thing as being too cocky if you back it up? Is that a fine line? I really... I think it's a fine line. If you back it up, what's cocky? What's right? cocky about? I agree. If you said what you were going to do, like we could... You could talk about Deion Sanders. I mean, you're talking about cocky, arrogant. What words don't you want to use mm-hmm. when you say Deion Sanders strutting into the end zone? Right, dude. Back the, the, in the, the day. Deion, they used to call yeah. it the Deion. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, man. And that's what makes, that's what gravitates fans. Like I said, what, what was so great about Manny Ramirez, obviously the way he performs, well, let, but the way his approach to it, the way he carried himself. Larry, Larry Joe Bird in the three point shooting contest. That's another good of, example. He, of, Perfect. Of hitting the last one. You love that story. And had that bent finger sticking up in the air yep. saying he's number one. People were going absolutely crazy. Remember when Steph Curry used to throw the, throw the three up and turn around, start running back before the ball went in? Like, Fans love that stuff. We eat that stuff up. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's there's, good. There's a cockiness. There's an arrogance I want to see that. more of that. Whenever sports come back, especially in the NBA, I want to see more of that. I want to see more hostility, too. Remember when Joel and B got into it you know, early in the season with Carl Anthony Towns? Give me more of that. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this all buddy-buddy stuff and guys working out together and, and wanting to join forces and, and all that. Well, how about your guy, Draymond Green, kicking guys in the nuts? You like that? I don't like that. That's the oh, wait, that's, so that's, that's, that's not ego. Like, that's not that swag. You my, that's swag. If you, I mean, how many guys he done kick? I mean, how many guys he kick? I don't like that. Kick approach. LeBron. Kick this guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, up, oh, was Adams kicked him like two or three times? <laughs> he got Adams more oh than my God, Adams under the rim. He just boom. He kicks him once. I don't know if Adams gonna have kids, man. Oh my God. Green. I, I remember Marcus Smart yeah. doing that to Matt Bonner, the Red Rocket. <laughs> uh, we were watching. I was watching this game in San Antonio, and I said, "Did Marcus just? <laughs> did he check?" And Sean was on broadcast, and Sean was like, "No, I don't think he, he he hit him in the nuts like that. I don't think he did." And they showed the replay, and Sean said, "I don't think he. Whoa, whoa, I mean, Marcus lined up, and what was just a, as as important to me was watching Matt Bonner didn't go down. He said, "Start the tape, run, run. <laughs> Let's see it again." I'm like. Dude, I would have been like that. I would have been on my knees with tears in my eyes. But uh, so that's when you that's when you just close your eyes. And yeah, just, just go through the pain. I mean, quick. you can't even stand. I up. mean, as a man, do we think that there's anything more vile no, no, or more, more painful there's when nothing. you when you see it happen? You feel in it. the game that you go. Every man goes. Ooh, you feel oh, it. oh. Oh. And Marcus got his man. How many yeah. times he got hit? Today? Oh, just Marcus, this season. yeah, this season he's gonna have trouble. Yeah, so I mean, that was her, those are times you look at, but whew, that was that, that, that's pretty rough. 
This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, BetOnline.ag. NASCAR is back, and BetOnline has hundreds of games, events, and sports you can still get in on. You can bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC, or even participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament, and you can enter absolutely free. Well, it's crazy to think about you having all these things to bet on and uh, your home. I mean, I, I'm, I'm tired right now watching Netflix. I'm, I've almost watched everything on Netflix. Same. And I'm at the point now where, yeah, I would like to see some sports and like to you know maybe wager a little bit to increase the enjoyment mm-hmm. of the event itself. So, you know, um, th- th- this is about uh, this time. And uh, this is one of those vehicles which increases your enjoyment mm-hmm. while you're home, while you're stuck home with your family and uh, something else you can do. Absolutely. Thanks to BetOnline.ag. You can visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all of the action. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Who has the biggest ego in the NBA right now? I would say it'd probably be Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's a good one. Of, of egos in the league saying, you know, I'm the best player in this league, and right. then you lose, you know. James Harden. Five, six games. I, I don't James, see James, James He's been Harden. getting very defensive James lately. Swag- he's been getting James very defensive. James Harden got, has swagger. Westbrook has a certain amount of swagger. Yeah, but I think Westbrook's more swagger compared to compared to Harden. Yeah. Now Harden's getting fed up with this whole people getting mad about how he goes about scoring. People hate his style. And he's like, listen, man, I'm, I'm averaging 35, 36 points out here. I'm the best player in the league. And he's mad that he's not getting that crown. Yeah, well, he's not I, getting that label. Well, I, I, I still believe that the biggest guy who talks the most would be Joel Embiid about how good he is, how great he, mm-hmm. he is, and how I am this, I am that, and that guy isn't on my level. So he would, to me, be that guy. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a good one. That's a fair one. All right, who's another, who else has a big ego? Jordan's up there in my, in my, in my list. Jordan had a big ego. I, I don't... Yeah. For you to shoot a free throw and close your eyes against the opposition, big balls. You're just stunned. Big, You're just big, showing off. Huge. I mean... What about when Larry played, uh, played lefty? Yeah. Played a game left-handed. I, I still believe that... I still think that, you know, we didn't talk about it. We, we've talked about it, but Ted Williams, to me... Still, that's the biggest ego inflator or deflator of all that's time. That's an ego move. He for, you go, for you to be batting the holy grail of 400, and your manager says, you know, you're good. You don't have to play no more. Right. You're going to miss this last game. You're going, no, I'm playing in this last. Well, you know, if you hit, if you hit one, for, one for four, it's done. It's done. Yeah, you're yeah, under. Yeah. The man goes three for four. It's, and and that's four oh six to solidify that puppy. Yeah, that's that's to me. That's the biggest balls I've seen of of a of an athlete in a long time. Right. Who's the last player that you can think of that had the big ego and didn't back it up? Mm. Brian Ballsworth that I can remember. The Oklahoma, he played, he was had the hair and all that stuff, the great linebacker, and he got drafted by Seattle at the time, and Seattle was playing, um, uh, they were playing Oakland, and Bo Jackson came around the corner. 
and all he saw was the back of Bo Jackson's damn head. So Bo was running so fast, and and Brian was supposed to be fast. He looked at him like, I'm out. I'm out. Okay, <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna catch that dude. So that to up. me would be as a, a big an ego as I think you know somebody would have. I can't remember everybody coming in here with you know obviously Kobe had to have a big ego. Oh yeah, definitely. Kobe had to be egotistical. I remember yeah. reading something about Kobe said when he was in high school he was number forty six, ranked number forty six. He said, "Oh, he looked up all the other looked guys. looked at yeah. all the other yeah, guys yeah, yeah. in front of him and said." I'm getting him. Yep. I'm get, they, they were on a. They were. He had a bounty mm-hmm. essentially on yep. these guys, yep. and, and he said, "I play against them, and I wouldn't show my best stuff, but I knew I saw their best stuff, and I just gave him a glimpse of mine." He said, "Well, the next time I see him, I'm gonna raise my game to another level." So Kobe Bryant had to be in there as probably one of the more egotistical guys uh, around, around yeah. that uh, we now love. Uh, that he's gone, but. When he played, he was he was essentially the villain. Right. There's no team in win, but there's an eye in that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Love Shaq saying that, I man. love that. Love Shaq giving that out. That was just as cold and callous as, as it can be. But see, that's the thing, man. If you can back it up. Like, if you don't back it up, then you know what? You put yourself out there and don't – you can't feel sorry for, so, for someone like that to get the heat. But when you do back it up, and you go out there and win and succeed, and you do what you say you were going to do. Well, that what's is, better than that? This is this is what's what you talk that? about. This exactly that. Plaque. Get on, get on my before this game. Get on my back, boys. Twenty four, eight, and eight, and two block shots in Game Seven in game of the seven. NBA Finals. So doesn't get any doesn't get too much better than this. The best two words in sports, Game Seven. Yeah, that's it right yeah, there. Yeah.